This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, September 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Newsome signs job killer bills, conservation spending, and government funding bill fails. Newsom signs job killer labor bills. Governor Newsom has been steadily ticking through a mountain of bills on his desk. Among the dozens of measures signed into law yesterday were two that made Cal Chambers' annual job killer list. SB 606 creates a new labor code for egregious employers with higher penalties and expands Cal OSHA's authority and enforcement. Cal Chamber has argued that new retaliation presumptions within the measure would generate excess litigation, while early amendments actually remove the bill from the job killer list. Both Cal Chamber and the California Farm Bureau have remained opposed. Newsom also signed SB 62, which adds new protections for garment industry workers. Last week, he signed AB 701, a bill shielding warehouse workers from performance metrics. The Farm Bureau argued that despite amendments removing farm facilities and narrowing the bill's scope, it would still hurt food processing employers. Draft DEM amendment lays out ag spending. We've got some more to tell on Democrats' plans for using their huge Build Back Better bill to promote cover crops and other forms of climate-smart agriculture. AgriPulse obtained a draft amendment to the bill that authorizes the $28 billion in conservation funding. Senate Ag Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan says the spending would reduce agricultural greenhouse gas emissions by the equivalent of taking 142 million cars off the road. Republicans continue to be frustrated that Democrats are rewriting farm bill provisions without GOP participation. The amendment also would create a new debt relief program to replace the one enacted in March that has stalled in the courts because of its restriction to minority farmers. The proposed new program contains no race-based limitations. Now keep in mind, these provisions could be altered before the House actually votes on the legislation, and it's possible the spending also could be reduced. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi conceded over the weekend that the overall bill is going to have to be smaller because of resistance to the $3.5 trillion price tag. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Funding bill fails Senate procedural vote. The chances of a government shutdown are rising by the day, with funding set to run out Thursday after Senate Republicans blocked a stopgap spending bill yesterday that included $10 billion in disaster aid and would have funded the government into mid-December. There is no scenario in God's green earth where it should be worth risking millions of jobs, trillions in household wealth, people's Social Security checks, veterans' benefits, and another recession. That Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York before the vote But Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky slammed Schumer for leaving his party out of the reconciliation discussions. There's no chance Republicans will help lift Democrats' credit limit so they can immediately steamroll through a socialist binge that will hurt families and help China, McConnell said. 
60 votes were needed for the measure to proceed. But the bill passed by the House last week was dead on arrival in the Senate because it included text to increase the federal debt limit, which Republicans opposed. Pork producers, Farm Bureau, go to SCOTUS over Prop 12. The fight over California's animal housing law, Proposition 12, could be decided by the Supreme Court if it takes up a petition submitted yesterday by the National Pork Producers Council and the American Farm Bureau Federation. The groups are seeking a review of a decision from the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit that found the law did not violate the Dormant Commerce Clause by imposing housing requirements for pork shipped into the state. The Dormant Commerce Clause refers to the prohibition implicit to the Commerce Clause against states passing legislation that discriminates against excessively burdens in interstate commerce. That according to Cornell Law School's Legal Information Institute. The petition says the law, quote, substantially burdens interstate commerce, noting that California residents consume 13% of the nation's pork, but 99.9% of pork sold in the state derives from sows raised out of state. A previous attempt to get the issue before the court failed in June when the court turned down the petition filed in a separate case by the North American Meat Institute. China opposes WTO dispute panel on Australian wine trade. China yesterday blocked Australia's first request for a World Trade Organization dispute panel to rule on Chinese anti-dumping duties placed on Australian wine, but that won't stop the process, according to Geneva officials. Australia, still reeling from the loss of exports under the duties, will have another opportunity October 26th, which China will not be able to stop. Australia's representatives at the WTO said the country tried but failed to resolve the trade spat and stressed that the tariffs have effectively shut down exports to China, which used to account for 37% of Australian wine exports. Keep in mind... Even if Australia were to eventually win the dispute, a simple appeal from China could effectively idle the case if the WTO does not regain a functioning appellate court. WTO nations have been trying for years to reinstate appellate judges, and the latest attempt Monday failed again. Mexico, speaking for 121 WTO nations, again proposed restarting the process of installing appellate judges. But the U.S. continues to block the process. Representatives of more than 20 countries supporting the revival of the WTO appeal at court at the Monday meeting. But the U.S. maintained that first it needed to see major reforms of the WTO. Here's today's He Said It. Now, no, it doesn't look like it, but I am over 65. And that's why I'm getting my booster shot today. That present Joe Biden... 78 getting his third COVID vaccination yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak West for Tuesday, September 28th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.